Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got the CEO of Create Studios and Converge, Jeff Venn. Thank you so much for joining us. What is going on, Josh? I'm glad to be here. Also a fellow Floridian. And uh, where, where are you in the state? I'm about two blocks from the beach right now. And at the time of this recording, it's blazing hot. Yeah. <laughs> I think August, I was just thinking about this, like the, at the end of August, beginning of September, I think is the worst uh phase of Florida, right? Because it's still full on summer. It's going to be summer for like at least another couple months. And the rest of the, you know, the rest of the country is looking at, hey, all right, cooler temps are coming. And oh, no, no, we're we're still swimming when we go outside. Yeah, this is definitely our winter, as I call it. We have a lot of clients uh, that are up north and I I don't envy what goes on there during the winter, but if I had to pick the hard season to get through, we've just started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell us about uh, what Create uh, Create Studios does. Yeah, so Create Studios is a digital marketing agency. So way back in 2005, I had a computer science degree, graphic design minor. Uh, websites were really coming full steam. They were mm-hmm. hard to build at the time. And you know, I left a very stable pension corporate uh, type job and, and launched out on my own building websites. And that was in 2005. And here, you know, nearly 15 years later, you know, digital's exploding. Uh, you know, in the time of the pandemic, the, the the needle towards digital is even more. So, yeah, luckily landed in a good space. So, full-on web design, like all the stuff with the website, and then all the ways to drive traffic to, uh, you know, search engine optimization, paid ads, social media, all those things that are constantly changing. Yeah, right, right. So, what in 2020, where do you spend uh, most of your time? What, what, I guess Create Studios. What does Create Studios spend most of its time doing? Yeah, so um, we love building websites. So we're really good at, yeah. at building custom websites. About 65% of our revenue is from um, medical practices. So wow. this would be hospitals, uh, your orthopedic doctor, urology, family practice, all that. We also do a lawyer, a lot of lawyer sites and a few other businesses. So we will build out those sites. And once the sites are built, that's obviously like having you know, a coffee shop in the woods. No one's going to come drink your coffee there yeah. as good as it is. So we like to uh, build those highways, build those off ramps. So, you know, when visitors are driving down that interstate of the web, they see, you know, the sign and, and they need to choose uh, the site we build and where we're going. So all the marketing activities around that, the paid ads, you know, the search engine optimization. A lot of times, um, you know, we don't tap our customer base enough. There's so mm. many ways to touch our customers and we don't have that constant drip of, you know, emails going out, of being present on the right platforms, of collecting Google reviews. So we yeah. help uh, customers clarify that because a lot of times people do get burned in digital marketing. I think we've all like, you know, thrown up a Facebook ad, put $500 into it, got, you know, whatever, 300 clicks and said it didn't work. And uh, digital mm. marketing these days is pretty complex, but when done right, it's one of the most effective forms of marketing. Yeah, for sure. Um, in terms of digital marketing and, and looking at the year 2020, what what's working right now? Because uh, I know that there's some aspects of paid ads that are just like kind of tanked 
quite a bit. And maybe that's kind of correcting itself by now, but what's your, what are your observations? Yeah. So I'm, I'm a big believer in paid traffic. Um, you know, you do the right thing for your website to rank organically. So if you're a local business, you definitely need to claim that Google Maps listing, get your reviews yeah. up, put the right pictures in, get your description. Obviously, you should tag your website. So let's just say I'm a chiropractor and chiropractor near me comes up. You know, you don't want your site to say homepage and, and no description. So there's definitely some basics and, and blocking tackling that we should all do. But yeah. I believe um, using um, paid ads on the right channels is by far the most effective way to dominate. For example, yeah. if I was a chiropractor, um, generally like three maps listings come up. The fourth one's paid. I can get on there. Mm -hmm. um, another one is if I was a chiropractor, um, I would put an ad up for any iteration of my name. So my name's Jeff. So if it was Jeff Chiropractic or, or Jeff's, uh, you know, catch the wave because I live at the beach chiropractic, any iteration, I'd put my ad there. Because if you go on your phone uh, and you Google and you look at the paid ad positions and on the desktop, mm -hmm. like going after search engine optimization, once again, do the basic stuff, do the right stuff, but it's a fool's game. So I find that doing effective paid ad campaigns and that's not called, hey, I got $1,000 and I just throw it on Google and put the word chiropractor and do a radius near me. No, a more complex, more sophisticated digital ad setup is the true way to consistently generate clicks mm. to your business. And then once the clicks are coming, you consistently you know, optimize your offer, test your offer. And over time, no one bothers to put in that much effort, hence why they hire us. And, and if there are seven chiropractors, all of a sudden your reviews are up. You know, all of a sudden you're yeah. getting a consistent amount of clicks and you know that Facebook really works for you, that you don't get junk off Instagram and that you do very uh, tight Google text ads budget because, you know, Google text ads cost a lot. Have you ever looked up like how much DUI lawyer costs, you know, 40, 60, $80 a click. So <laughs> oh, yeah. a very sophisticated, like paid ad system um, we find mm. really works. Yeah. You know, it's interesting, um, you know, from a web design standpoint, you've been in this game for quite a while. So you've seen how design standards have changed. Kind of interesting, like my son, uh, he said uh, that he was on the Wayback Machine and he, you know, as, as like an assignment for school. And um, so they wanted him to look in the Wayback Machine and look at all these different news sites for like the day or the day's following 9-11. And he said, oh, you know, first off, I mean, you know, that was pretty heavy. Uh, but he goes, what I couldn't believe was how different websites were back then. Everything was like skeuomorphic, you know, I had these 3D buttons everywhere. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's really interesting. What, what have you seen uh, from, from a design set. What do you see right now, like in a, from a design standpoint, working really well right now? Like, you know, for a good website, let's say it's, um, you know, someone that's got a personally branded site, author, speaker, coach, someone like that, and they want to promote themselves. Like, what do you like to see? So, like a person, more of a personally branded uh, company. Yeah. I'll answer that real quick. Um, going back to the Wayback Machine, if anyone yeah. hasn't checked that out, it's super fun. But you can uh, do studies of like CNN.com or Amazon.com and the Wayback yeah. Machine. And people have cataloged these major leaps in the evolution of design. And it's wow. it's simply fascinating. So I, I love that you brought that up, Josh. It's uh, a cool exercise to do. So as far as uh, what works for, say, a, a speaker, a coach, or a brand, you know, the real problem these days, I would say it's two things. So websites are very easy to build, right? So a lot of our custom sites we build on WordPress for e-commerce. We like Shopify and, and, and 
you know, it really doesn't matter what platform you build it on as long as it works right. But WordPress powers like what, 60 plus percent of the sites on the web. So getting up a website these days isn't hard. There's Squarespace, there's Wix, um, there's others. But what I find is if you just grab a generic template, um, say on Wix, um, uh, do it yourself builder, or you grab mm -hmm. like the Divi theme on WordPress, these very popular WordPress themes, you're just going to look like everybody else, right? Mm -hmm. And you're going to pick the standard template that comes in. And this is really, it's really sad. You're going to just put these crappy stock images up. And then when you do go get a profile shot, you know, it's going to be your, your, your like realtor profile shot from three years ago. That's so generic and uninspiring. So I think that, you know, investing a little time in, in, in photography and getting good shots and real shots um, we've even found ways to like, there's this giant construction company here in Jacksonville that builds overpasses mm. and this, that, and the other. And, you know, their office isn't sexy and none of the leadership team wanted to be in a photo at all. But with some creativity, mm. we were able to take out drones and, and photograph these beautiful interchanges from above that they made or this big hospital here in town where they built out all this infrastructure and we like flew by a parking garage and then the leadership team uh they had different style hats with their company names so we set out the hats on their just pretty traditional desk and that was on the about us page so that was an example of something that's just like moving around a lot of dirt so a building can go up or you know slowing down traffic on i-95 because they're building an inner interstate and creatively telling their story and they were so stoked on it because like heck this leadership team was going to get their photos taken like the the coo had to pull them in tooth and nail so getting real good photos hiring a professional photographer going beyond the headshot you know getting you mm -hmm. working with someone else or getting you an environment or, or just in a moment i would say photography goes so far and then two you know it does take a little money to to build the design of the site correctly but um, if you can work with a web developer, someone that has a more creative angle and you as the speaker, the coach, the owner of this business can identify some sites you like or some colors or characteristics you like, you can now take one of those themes or get on that site like Wix.com or some WordPress theme and really massage it into something good. So we talked about two things here and I'm going to talk about a third. The first one is great photography and imagery. If you do pick stock photography, get someone to help you and find really good stuff. The yeah. second is don't use the template out of the box. And that leads to the third. I don't know about you, Josh, but I, I like a good story. When I click on a site, I don't want to wait for it to load. I don't want the header image to take up all this uh, space on my phone. I want to get right to the meat of it. So that compelling headline, that compelling imagery, that compelling copywriting that speaks directly to your audience. And that can only be done over time and iteration and testing. But, you know, just telling your story in the most concise and best way to where it's almost like, you know, logging in your favorite app or reading a book, you just kind of pull it up on your phone and you're lost in it. And the colors feel good and the fonts feel good. But most importantly, like the content really speaks to your audience. And uh, I think that's what it's all about, right? It's, it's the websites are a form of communication and yeah. communication has been going on since we learned how to speak. Yeah. You know, you mentioned one thing, a uh, stock photography. <laughs> and that's an area where I know I'm like, tread cautiously because I, I, I'm kind of anti-stock photography and, and it's not that I'm perfect. I'm sure if you search around my, I'm sure you'll find something left over on some obscure page I haven't noticed for a while. But, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of folks that I've worked with historically are in the personal finance space. So uh, the, the financial advisor who's got the older white couple wearing white walking on the beach. Oh no, yeah. Then there's the, you know, of course, then there, there's those folks. Uh, but you know, there's just some famous ones that are just like, uh, you know you what know, I want to do? 
I yeah. actually want to go to a party somewhere, a business event where all these stock photography models come because apparently <laughs> they're real, right? Yeah. <laughs> but my point is, who looks like that, right? No, I know, yeah, right? Yeah, that's what we put on sites. It's so intuitive. Hey, Josh, I got to pay uh, your website a compliment, though. You have very compelling copy. So as, oh. as, as you and I got to know each other, as we got that conversation going, uh, your copy is so good and so engaging that... Um, as long as it's legible, which it is like, that's what I dive into. And you also yeah. lead the visitor to the next place. And lastly, I think every business should do this. Yeah. Uh, when you get someone's email, you kick off a story thing. Like as soon yeah. as the podcast is booked, like, Hey, here's how to be a great podcast guest, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, that, that's a, a, a good level to be at. And I just gotta, I gotta hand you props. Like, Oh, for, thank for you listeners. They need to go check out your site. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Uh, you, so here's my, thinking on that, and I'd love your opinion on this, is, uh, you know, if we're constantly asking ourselves where the visitor is on the cycle, right, you know, on the, 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 the whole journey with us together, where are they, and what questions they have in mind, like, I think that is like one of the most valuable exercises that you can do is to actually do that customer journey roadmap, and then speak to them, they don't care about, and I'm not, and I'm just saying this, you know, theoretically, this is what I understand to be best practice. And I, and I respect your opinion on this, but, you know, they don't necessarily care about the, you know, the how and the, what you do, they, like they have a problem, they have a question, they have a concern. And so speak to them in, in the outcome that they're after right now. And, and I also feel like, you know, with great, you know, design or copy, it's, we're, we're earning attention like five to seven seconds at a time if we're lucky. And everything we do needs to be, can I get the next, can I earn the next five or seven seconds of their attention? Because, you know, today's consumer is just so bombarded with noise. You know, if that hook and, 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 and you also have to earn their trust in the same time. So you can hook somebody with clickbait, but if you don't deliver on that, that's like, mm, you know, I feel like, I feel like that's a violation of trust. Like, you know, who I think is just the worst right now is a lot of stuff that I see on like, on my Facebook watch tab, like all these videos with these headlines and it's just, then they want to string you along for like seven minutes to get to the punchline. And it's like, I really like, I avoid that section like the plague now. It's like, I just, I don't want to be treated like that. I want to be respected as a consumer. And I think, you know, again, today's consumer wants, you know, they want to be treated like an adult, not some number that you're just going to market to and sell to and trick into your tripwire and all that other nonsense. What say you? <laughs> yeah, you, you brought up two good things there. Um, uh, I'll deal with the simplest one first, and that's authenticity. Yeah. So once again, we talked about how template websites out of the box serve a purpose, but if we just stop there, it's a copy. You know, we all know an original piece of art, right? Mm -hmm. An original, unique piece of art is worth way more than a copy, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, why is that uh, piece of art that it's the big box store that's been printed 10,000 of times, why does it not feel as good in a house? You know, that mm -hmm. classic palm tree setup versus you worked with a local artist, probably close to the same price, perhaps. So I think, you know, being, being ourselves online is great. And when we try to take these formulas or we try to get these like hype videos going, we're just going to fail because it's not us. Um, that's authenticity. 
that leads me to a second point where we lose visitors on a website. So we just talked about some big ideas. So I'm sure everybody, including myself, was envisioning this rad homepage. And then it's like, click for the consultation or get the offer. And that's a rad page. But guess what? I don't know about you, Josh, but I look at once I'm kind of convinced on a company, you know where I go? I go to the about us page. You know, the about us page doesn't even like name a founder or have other executives on there or some kind of story. I kind of kind of like lose interest or start working around. Yeah. I'm looking around and when I go to about us page and I'm like, Oh, that's the founder. That's his story. Oh, he did this and that. And Oh, this is his team. And this is why he's in the community. This is, we've been mm -hmm. using a chiropractor as an example, or let's just take a coach. This is why the coach started. They had some, you know, life transforming moment with cancer, some illness, and they kind of, you know, reinvented themselves, man, when I get on that about us page and it has some good photos, I'm like, Holy heck, this person has some substance, some skill. How yeah. did that happen? Well, they didn't take a template and some stupid video ad mm. formula and throw some money at it and stop there. You know, they took it a lot farther. They told their story. So point there is your services pages, like what products and services you sell, as well as your about us pages. Those are, are, are pages we can always make richer and deeper and work on. And, and mm. once again, you said seven seconds. So once you got them on the homepage and they click and you try to sell them something, you've lost them, right? Where yeah. are they at? What's the next thing they want to know about you? Did yeah. you build out your breadth of work? Did you do it with authenticity, great design and great storytelling? Mm. Mm. I love it. Um, so Jeff, a lot of your work that you do today is in and around um, leadership. And would you mind sharing a little bit about that? Yeah. So that's what I'm most passionate about as you know, as an entrepreneur, so I got a computer science degree. I minor in graphic design. I'm a musician, a flaming creative. And I, I, I got out of school and got into corporate, uh, had a job that was super stable a big municipality with actually a pension system. So literally, had I stayed there uh, from my early 20s when I got out of college, I'd be retiring in 10 years with 80% of my salary for life. No questions asked. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as I got about six years into that, uh, I was in IT programming, rose up, you know, to the top of this organization at the director level, really enjoyed it. I just got bored as heck, you know, and so I launched out on my own and the entrepreneurial dreams crazy. But in my case, that was in 2005, we're here in 2020 now, it really worked. So I've been able to like have self mastery and mastery, mastery of my life. Cause I think a lot of your audience, they don't need someone, you know, telling them what to do. They, they've, mm. you know, been in that soul sucking corporate job and, and they're launching out. But, uh, when you really succeed at that, it's a beautiful thing. And so now I measure, you know, my days uh, on how I feel. How do I want to feel about work today? How does work feel week to week? Uh, I have metrics like, you know, never waking up with an alarm clock. I love journaling and, and quiet time and reflection. So I don't wake up with an, an alarm clock. I get to spend a lot of time journaling. You know, I love to exercise. And so those three components are such an important life-giving part of my day. And the last one is this, Josh. I, I build the business without ever working over 40 hours. And, and my, my common hours I hit for the first, I'd say nine years were about 35 hours, 32 hours, 37. And now the business runs without my day-to-day -day involvement. I could yeah. get away, have it grow, have it achieve its wildly important goal for the year with about eight hours a week. And so wow. um, that's been a beautiful journey. It's come with pain, but I fired myself along the way. And now the way my life feels when I wake up, the way the whole wheel of life is, right? Relationships, family, work, hobbies, you know, there's this beautiful work-life harmony. So um, that's been the most rewarding journey of entrepreneurship. And lastly, I'm now able to pass that on to my team because I've built an organization where people generally work 30 to 35 hours a week. I don't know who invented the, the eight hour workday. I think it was Henry Ford, right? Three shifts of eight hours equals 24 hours. He 
you want to figure out how to run the factory 24 hours. But I just like to challenge assumptions, right? People get hung up on money or working themselves to death, or they think one day they're going to sell their business when most businesses never sell. First of all, most businesses never succeed in the end and even fewer sell. So I like to, yeah. to get more into the, how does my day to day feel? How's my week to week feel? And then build a culture that supports people like really digging work and not having it suck their soul out of them. Cause I don't know about you, but corporate is a grind during this pandemic. It's been super hard and man, it just sacks the wind out of people and kind of turns their lights off. Yeah. Yeah. So Jeff, um, what, what else are you working on locally there in, in Jacksonville? I thought you were talking about um, building a collaborative uh, workspace, you know, something like yeah. that. So I'm so excited. Okay. So because the business can run in about eight hours a week, I, I generally lately have been putting in about 15 I've started this thing called Converge and Converge, it's at weconverge.io and we're going to launch a co-work space in the near future, but in the meantime, we are mentoring millennial entrepreneurs. So basically, I'm going back and talking to young Jeff in his 20s when he went out and <laughs> mom was like, why are you leaving the pension job or you should go work in finance or all this stuff. And so our team is, is generally in their late twenties to early thirties. Millennials have a ton of potential. There's never been a better time at any age in life to be able to do a side hustle, a main hustle to yeah. kind of call your own shots in time. So I'm building a co-work space. I'm gathering these millennials together. I already have a tribe of them working for me and I'm just going to spread the love and change society a bit. Cause once again, who said you got to work 40 to 50 hours a week and freaking hate your life and get stuck in traffic and just be grinded to death until you reach some magical unicorn retirement age and you chill, yeah. right? That's not the dream. There's new dreams. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, serving, uh, you know, serving in pro bono ways or, you know, just kind of giving back. I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's fun when you get to that position or, and I think honestly, you, you know, you want to be doing that all the way along. Um, you know, that's, there's just so much joy from being ridiculously generous in business and giving well, back. Josh, when we were talking, you actually mentioned that. That was one of your strategies, like in the mm-hmm. giving and the giving, not only does yeah. it feel good, but you get so much back, right? Versus just selling to people. I think that's one of your core philosophies. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really is. So it's like, you know, again, it's authority. It's you leveraging a platform and then just being insanely generous, uh, you know, and, and that particularly if you are dealing with an audience that a little bit savvier, you know, decision makers with successful companies, they expect it. They don't want to be, everyone knows when they're being sold. And as soon as they feel that they're being sold, no one wants to be like that. No, feel like that. So they're out of there. They, yep. you know, consumers have the ability to do that very easily. So again, I think it's, you know, just authentically give. And, and, and I think that's one of the best things we could do. Um, Jeff, anything else that um, folks should look for when they kind of, they're like, man, I like this guy. He's got a great, you know, where, where do they engage with you? How do they connect? Where would you advise them going? Yeah. So, uh, it, the cobbler shoes, it's so hard to do marketing for yourself, but as we've matured, yeah. we've actually done it. You know, marketing is a journey. You can never stop. So go to our website. That's at createwebstudios.com. And also, if you're interested in this millennial think tank, entrepreneur, cohort thing, that's at weconverge.io. So createwebstudios.com or weconverge.io. And you can find out all these good things going on. And I'd love to connect. And I, I just like you, I'd, I'd love to help. It's been a beautiful, fun journey. I'm rich in time and resources. So I'm here for you. Excellent. All right, Jeff Venn. Again, the website, createwebstudios.com among uh, all your other great work. Thank you so much for joining us. All right, take care, Josh. 
Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.